Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Straight Talk for this Soul Series, your vibrational, multidimensional vitamin for the body, mind, and spirit. I'm Carrie Murphy, your host, creator, and founder of this global broadcast and brilliant community of light. So honored to have you with us today. Uh, I do want to extend a bright and a beautiful good morning, good afternoon, good evening uh, to all of you tuning in from around the world to help me welcome former Yale neurobiologist Jean Eng to our community once again. Uh, to discuss the Arcturian Divine Feminine Frequencies. Uh, these are healing energies for our current times. Um, Jean is a really powerful facilitator of healing, and so it's an honor to have him here with us. We will take some live callers later, so press star 2 on your phone uh, to raise your hand to be considered for that. Uh, so welcome home, star seeds, luminous light leaders, starlight messengers to this next phase of your spiritual awakening, a remembrance of your cosmic multidimensional heritage. This is an invitation to form an alliance with your divine essence, merge with your sacred origin and experience a grace-filled fluid journey of healing, restoration, renewal, and resurrection. So welcome to this new moment, another powerful choice point in your ascension journey um, where we all have the opportunity today to explore new potentials um, and, and really invite uh, healing. Uh, on every level. So just know this is a safe haven for you, a sacred space and a soulful sanctuary to reunite with a soul family for deep transformation and profound healing. So just relax, breathe, open and receive. Just grateful that you found your way to the sacred circle today. Uh, I do want to invite you to subscribe to our show if you haven't already. It's a free platform that you can access at straighttalkforthesoul.com. You can also listen to all of our replays, including including today's with Jean uh, on iTunes, iHeartRadio, Spotify, Amazon Audible, and Stitcher. You can also connect with us further in our private Facebook group or Instagram. And now my favorite question, what is the best, what is the absolute best that could happen today with Jean and myself and all of you listening? Uh, please set a clear, empowered, personal intention for what you wish to experience today. My intention is to be a clear and pure conduit and instrument of the divine um, in selfless service to allow for the greatest healing miracles to unfold for each and every one of us. And also for joy and love and soulfully soothing energy to flow through my voice and this sacred energetic space with grace and ease, welcoming and inviting in the highest divine support and participation throughout our time together. So again, we're talking with Jean about the Arcturian Divine Feminine Frequencies. Uh, Jean has a healing practice in Thousand Oaks, California. He sees clients for a number of energy healing and shamanic healing practices. In addition, he teaches seminars that focus on the integration of science, spirituality, and healing. He travels both in the United States and internationally, facilitating healing sessions and workshops um, around the Arcturian healing method, which is a modality that he created as a synthesis of his studies in healing. Uh, he received his BA from Stanford um, and, his, and was trained as a neurobiologist at Yale. Um, after his postdoctoral fellowship, Jean decided to step into the role of facilitator of healing to directly interact with helping people. 
Now, most of his work centers around the use of subtle energy to help align the subtle energy body, its channels, meridians, and the energy centers to help restore balance and harmony so that healing can occur, whether that's physical, emotional, mental, or spiritual. Um, I do want to highlight that Gene doesn't see himself as a healer, but simply as part of the interconnectedness that occurs when facilitator, client, and source love God interact to bring healing forth. Um, so I'm really, really happy that he's here to bring forth more and more of his uh, healing wisdom today. So please join me in extending waves and waves of love and light and joy to Gene as I welcome him back. So Gene, welcome back, my friend. Hi, Carrie. Uh, it's Hi. great to be here. And yeah, no, thanks. And uh, it's great to connect with everyone here. This is always a, a wonderful time. Yes. What has been happening since you were last here, Gene? I think it's been, you know, three to five months, something like that. How have things uh, been evolving for you? Yeah, um, doing a lot of things online. I think um, I might have mentioned that uh, I was doing a lot more um, physical uh, classes uh, before the COVID uh, mm-hmm. pandemic, and then um, that seemed to transition pretty easily into, um, you know, the online platform, uh, mostly through Zoom, you know, c- uh, continuing to do uh, transmissions and classes, and uh, it seems like uh, that's just accelerated uh, more, and uh, now it's just, maybe we can talk about it, but, uh, you know, now with things as they're evolving, kind of reemerging, I think, uh, maybe as we all are into perhaps a new a new paradigm or just uh, something new uh, going forward. So I think that's also reflected in, in the type of work I feel uh, perhaps called in the, from the spiritual world to do. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and today the focus, um, clearly you've been working with the Arcturians, and we'll talk about them in just a minute, um, but today we're talking about the Arcturians, the, the divine feminine frequency, so um, that's a little bit different than, than what we talked about last time. Is that coming through pretty strongly from them right now? Uh, yeah, yeah. I just think that um, kind of the need on the planet or what maybe what's being called forth in this new age, uh, perhaps we also uh, noted like the Aquarian age coming into full uh, force and maybe people's feeling of uh, embracing their divine self, maybe as, as women, also as men, uh, also maybe in our spiritual communities. And uh, there may also be a global... In a lot of spiritual traditions, like I'm thinking one that I particularly am uh, interested in, like in Tibetan Buddhism, uh, the divine feminine is also very strong uh, force with certain um, female deities and their explanation of like how nature, uh, you know, how nature has been, um, our relationship with nature is actually a relationship with our, uh, the divine feminine and how important that is now. Mm-hmm. Um, before we talk about the Arcturians and, and your work with the Arcturians, describe for people just a little bit of your transition from <laughs> neurobiology and, mm-hmm. and all of that into this healing work for those who may be new to you. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, uh, in some ways that's maybe my own personal journey to uh, embrace the you know the feminine aspect, or you could call it also like a right brain. Mm-hmm. aspect, although um, that's just, uh, I don't know if it's a crude or maybe um, a surface way to look. It's probably we're more in a holistic uh, way of thinking 
of both uh, masculine and feminine or left and right brain type thinking. But, uh, yeah, I was definitely uh, in the scientific paradigm doing more molecular uh, biology research in an area that I think ultimately is why I'm also in healing, which was about the study of consciousness and also how that uh, could benefit or this aspect of healing. Uh, but I had taken a very, uh, I guess, traditional role in, in doing that type of pursuit with uh, science. And uh, that was, you know, kind of a beautiful time also just uh, really discovering things. So I think there was a very intuitive aspect, as uh, maybe a lot of people know. Um, like the Ph.D. is really about kind of uh, discovering something new. So I, I really relied a lot on intuition, uh, kind of translated into a more scientific um, uh, framework. Uh, but um, the transition basically occurred uh during my postdoctoral fellowship when I was on the East Coast at, at New Haven. And I began studying with different healers, uh, particularly a Russian healer in uh, Brooklyn, uh, Brighton Beach. They have a, a very large uh, Russian community. And he sort of initiated me into the energy healing world. And then from there, um, maybe we could talk more about it, or I know we've talked about it before. Uh, I just kind of followed my heart in terms of uh, studying with different healers and, and just presenting things. Uh, also in classes and in sessions. So. Yeah. Um, and then it continued to evolve to where, um, well, how soon did you, you know, have this connection with these higher beings of light and, and the star beings and, and the Arcturians in particular? Was that in the beginning or did that come later? Yeah, well, it's interesting. I call it like these nested loops of time and, and speaking of things that have been uh, coming up and uh, interesting, you know, in the work that I've been uh, sort of maybe intuitively connected with is this aspect of time, multidimensional aspects of time. But uh, the higher beings, I think, introduced themselves to me through a book by Joshua David Stone. He was an Ascension mm -hmm. writer. Uh, but I read that before I started, right before I started my Ph.D., and then um, it didn't get activated in a more formal way until, like, basically nine years later when I had finished, you know, when I started the postdoc and started, you know, having time and, I guess, the focus of doing energy work. And then I heard an intuitive voice say that I was Arcturian, which I hadn't ever – I didn't remember where I got that word from. But then when I kind of went back through everything I had studied or thought about, it was from that book. Uh, that from Joshua David Stone nine years earlier. So I think uh, in this evolution, uh, maybe people have had this very similar uh, uh, evolution of connecting to the spiritual world. Uh, they kind of, I think, met me also where I was in the physical world, um, mm -hmm. just because it would have been, it was easier to make that more conscious after I had finished that very intense period of uh, maybe physical study in the in the sciences. Right, right. Um, <laughs> yeah, there's a lot of directions I could go here, but let's talk about um, then how that um, connection and remembrance of, of you being Arcturian, um, how that happened. Um, I know that it's continued to evolve, but did you eventually um, – 
and I'm asking this for people who may not have heard this story. I know we've talked about it, but did you ever see them in a in a form or on a ship, or was it uh, just um, energetic or telepathic? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, I was thinking like the high points that kind of opened that up. You know, coming from a paradigm where I didn't really have a place to put, you know, that, uh, like Arcturians as interdimensional beings, or maybe they would even be classified at that time, like kind of put them the UFO or extraterrestrial. Well, I kind of have a broader definition now. Mm-hmm. But some of the things that kind of, I would say, like were can openers for my consciousness. Was, I love that. Um, <laughs> I, I, yeah, I don't know where that came from, but... Uh, <laughs> Catchy phrases, but um, but that, yeah, that was actually kind of how it felt um, in a, in a way. Because um, well, was first uh, Eric Pearl, which I, I think you mm-hmm. know. Or, yeah, uh, I know. Um, he started the recon- yeah the reconnection, and I got really interested in the reconnection, which was a DNA activation, and also the fact that it was a Palladian based. And I think it was the Palladians and that energy that kind of helped me to remember more consciously the Arcturian roots, the Arcturian connection. So that was a frequency, and I was very always interested to kind of answer maybe your question a bit directly so people kind of have an idea. It was always very energetic-based. Um, like I was very interested in energy healing, and then a lot of the um, energy modalities that I like weren't necessarily connected to star beings, just traditional you'd call like, um, you know, pranic or chi-based energy healings, was a very good bridge uh, into the interdimensional um, work. Uh, so I would always feel them more energetically. And just speaking of those um, vibrations of the uh, uh, reconnection, which was like a Palladian-based, um, uh, I guess, the modality, that really helped me transition then to connecting with the Arcturians uh, from a much more, like you said, maybe telepathic or I use shamanic journeying. Uh, so I think that was kind of the bridge. It was sort of like energetic to um, more conscious or altered conscious through journeying uh, connection. Mm-hmm. So have you um, realized or remembered that perhaps like what you're doing now on the planet and all of the the frequencies that you're bringing through and all the support and healing work that you're doing, that it's something that you've already done. <laughs> um, mm. Yeah, go ahead. Yeah, it, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah it's, it's interesting because I think uh, maybe that's the time now and then also the uh, phase of my own development. But I think this period that was on the planet, I don't know if we'd call it like the COVID period or just a sort of like retreat that the planet's been on uh, or even a vibrational, huge vibrational shift in the last year and a half. The the way it kind of played out was, um, and it was intentional or maybe guided, but for probably those that decade where I was kind of connecting with the Arcturians and bringing in the Arcturian healing method, I didn't, besides those first initial modalities that helped me get started, I didn't um, study a lot of other people's works mm-hmm. so that I would try to get the pure connection, at least from my perception of what the Arcturians were trying to come, you know, bring through. Um, and then now I've been able to press, because everyone sort of online, a lot of teachers, to kind of re-go and actually study other, you know, what, what other people have been doing. 
and it's a little bit like confirming or like you kind of see like, oh, yeah, okay, like what I had connected to without maybe trying not to be biased was similar to the other messages that other people were getting, other light workers, other spiritual teachers. Mm-hmm. And I'm just thinking most recently, yeah, this conference called Contact in the Desert, which has been going on for, you know, a couple of years. It's a very big um, interdimensional ET conference at Joshua Tree, but mm-hmm. it was online this year. And uh, just the amount of, you know, interdimensional work and uh, the fact that disclosure, particularly from the U.S. government with a, a number of, um, you know, Navy um, uh, sightings and so forth, it's kind of brought the interdimensional or ET sort of work more into the public fore. And uh, so there's been a number of sightings that the, the U.S. government has sort of like acknowledged uh, from the Navy in the kind of last two years. Yeah, that's um it is interesting that you yeah that you're involved in a lot of these group things and that that there are similarities in what people are bringing through. When you use the word interdimensional, Jean, um what does that mean in ter- you know in terms of um where they are, <laughs> I guess. Mm-hmm, are they mm-hmm. are they not in a dimensional field, or is that why you say interdimensional, or what does that mean to you? Yeah. Yeah, I think um, primarily it means uh, not necessarily physical. Like, I don't necessarily see them, right. uh, like, as, uh, yeah, kind of maybe going back to, like, uh, the question, like, how do I experience them? Um, maybe to flesh that out or unpack that a little more. Uh with the Arcturians, I primarily see them more like as spiritual beings or spiritual consciousness in maybe, in maybe a, non, a non-physical dimension that's within our dimension of space and time now, uh, also outside of it. Uh, so it influences, let's say, our consciousness. And so I usually am using something, you know, like meditation or drumming uh, to or journeying to alter my state of consciousness to access that other dimensional place. Maybe it would be like a, a consciousness dimension. Uh, but there's a sort of a group of experiences where I have, or I think these dimensions bleed through into the physical. So I have had a lot of what I guess would be called like ET contact experiences. You know, sometimes they're at very like sacred sites or these uh, dimensional realms like Mount Shasta or Sedona or like Joshua Tree, like I mentioned, where you do, or I have in, like with groups and so forth, seen like these amazing light phenomena in the sky. Um, and so that, that's kind of also been like a complement to the more, uh, telepathic or inner work of, of connecting. Mm-hmm. Um, I feel it's probably important to describe, um, the Arcturian healing method, um, because you created it. So, and during that time, like you said, you weren't really reading other people's things. And, um, but for someone who's new to it, can you describe what it is? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I think, um, you know, working with spiritual beings, like I, uh, people may feel um, kind of uh, comfortable or sort of within a lot of people's framework to think of angelic beings as maybe guides or if uh, someone's a shamanic practitioner, maybe they have certain uh, helping guides like a power animal or, or even just, yeah, uh, uh, a teacher who's in the spiritual world. And so I, I uh, I work a lot with the Arcturians, or the Arcturians have appeared much like that. Uh, it's a very, like, uh, frequency or vibrational base. Uh, that framework works really well with the way the Arcturian healing method has come through. 
Uh, it can come through, I think, uh, in other ways, like the interaction with the Arcturians. They kind of, maybe like many guides do, they uh, tune into what our strengths are, uh, like you spoke about, like bringing through through the voice, uh, kind of the divine. Uh, some people might do it through art. Uh, I just happen to be very interested in energy-type healing. So the Arcturian healing method are just a series of kind of named frequencies. There's probably a lot of unnamed ones when they come through that um, are like vibrational or energy uh, frequencies that kind of bring through uh, balancing or clearing or energizing of the different subtle bodies. Uh, mm-hmm. So that's been pretty much what the Arcturian healing method as a like a package that has come through on, in the physical world. Yeah, and they just keep expanding in terms of um, the frequencies. <laughs> you know, every time you're mm-hmm. on the show, we, we you bring forth different ones. I know today, um, a little later, you'll bring forth the the let's see the Arcturian frequency of peace, and then we're also going to do uh, the frequency of increase which is abundance. Um, and so that'll be fun. <laughs> um, oh, yeah, yeah. So let's talk about how the whole purpose of your work and the Arcturians, you know, and these other higher beings with bringing this through is to help us raise our frequency at this time. Can you describe your understanding of the significance of the, this time and why they're here to help? Um. Uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, that was that was probably one one of the reasons maybe I brought up with this idea of like um, timing and this uh, time has become a big um, uh, also interest uh, in terms of working with beings and interdimensionally and multidimensionally uh, and in contrast to maybe linearly. But um, having got a chance now to kind of look at what other teachers or other people who've also been connecting. To inter, you know, spiritual beings or interdimensional beings or star beings have been also experiencing. Uh, one of the things I noted, and I'm thinking particularly one teacher is named Daskalos. It means teacher in Greek, but his real name was Stylianos Atichalos, and he started an initiation school on Cyprus and was very traditional, like a, a traditional esoteric uh, teacher. But what he, he could go out of body, and when he went out of body. Um, and he did most of his healing work out of body, he would see around the planet uh, basically uh, ET beings who were uh, taking care or uh, watching or kind of uh, taking care of the planet. Um, and what he, in his interaction, what he noted was uh, they didn't really necessarily want uh, humanity to fully know that they were there because um, it might not have really fit the paradigm for a lot of people, which made a lot of sense mm-hmm. in my own development like if within the you know very early on it would have kind of not fit and i might not have mm-hmm. reacted in a maybe in a kind of a balanced way uh and i think that's been my message also with the arcturians uh is that uh they could kind of uh push very forcefully into our consciousness but that's not the way they've been working they they're as happy to be in the background supporting you know, more spiritually or energetically. And then I think as this acceleration has occurred, and I experienced both personally and then also we may have been, we're also doing this globally, uh, more and more people are sort of either re- remembering their roots spiritually or feel very comfortable with a physical and non-physical reality and therefore on spiritual beings, whether that's, you know, angelic or star, 
And uh, so then uh, it's almost like a, I don't I won't know, call it a plan, but it's almost like um, uh, sequential uh, unveiling of, of a conscious connection with the spiritual world. And I think we're kind of on this another cusp of, of that being even more collective or global, uh, mm-hmm. you know, with what we're with going on. So I think that's kind of, um, I think they're a big part of that, but they've always kind of been there. And um, and now it's sort of being a lot more people are connecting both to uh, spiritual beings, their kind of context, as well as the Arcturians. So, so I mm-hmm. think it's been, a, that's mm-hmm. why it's been great. Yeah. So do you, uh, from your um, perspective, I mean, do you consider this an ascension cycle? Do you use that phrasing? Uh, yeah. Um, I would say yes. Uh, I, I Sometimes I'll use the term ascension. Um, I guess, let's see, what do I use? Um, maybe I use the word transformation. But yes, I would say mm-hmm. I would say yes in terms of this being kind of this, like you said, an, an opening or ascension cycle uh, on the planet or collectively, as well as personally yeah. in, in individual space. Mm-hmm. And so through your work, when people um, raise their frequency, and we use this phrase a lot, right, um, mm. what does that equate to or what is the, the result from what you see? I mean, what are the benefits of raising our frequency? What does it look like to you or feel like? Oh, Gene's not here anymore. Okay. <laughs> we just lost Gene. I guess he was raising his frequency too much, and he popped out. So um, we'll just sit here and wait for him. Usually, uh, if that happens, they call right back in. So um, <laughs> so thank you for your patience, everyone. I also want to mention, for some reason, it looks like um, my Q&A um box is not working. I don't see anybody writing in. And when I look at the webcast, um, so something may be going on um, (laughs) because I see all the people who called in by phone and there are a ton of you here. But I don't know that anyone is able to access um, the webcast Q&A and you have no way of letting me know because um, there's nothing being shown there. So, oh, we just got to roll with things, flow with things. So as we wait for Gene to come back, let me go ahead and tell you about his new offering. Um, you can find it in our marketplace at straighttalkforthesoul.com. And what he's doing now are these um, these live sessions. It's called the Arcturian Divine Feminine Healing Sessions. They are live there are going to be three of them, two hours each, beginning August 11th, August 12th, and 13th. Um, they're live online sessions, and a lot of you must be really, uh, really love his work because even prior to us starting the show today, um, a lot of them were. A lot of you have already purchased them. So, Gene, I see you're back. Welcome back. I'm back. Yeah, I don't know what happened there. I was I talking about what, is it, what does it mean off. to you to raise your vibration, and I was like, oh, he just raised it and raised like right on out of here. So exactly. maybe, um, maybe that is the the ascension. Right. You did it right here with all of us. Um, okay, so now you're back in the physical with us. So. Um, <laughs> Yeah, I was asking what that means to you, raising our frequency, mm. yeah, just the benefits or the results. I mean, do you see this as a 
as affecting the physical body and health as well as, you know, all the, yeah, what does it mean to you? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, I think uh, that that sort of paradigm has evolved, but the current one I think I've been working with and just, uh, you know, feels very helpful is uh, this idea of like the unified field, like we are connected in a unified way. And a lot of these quantum models and even beyond quantum models, particularly I'm thinking of the holographic uh, spherical type of model rather than a kind of a linear, um, you know, uh, model uh, where every um, every part really has the pattern or the vibration of the whole, has the information of the whole. It's kind of the idea of the holographic model. So I think when we're more in the present, uh, when we're connecting vibrationally, to that wholeness in, in whatever way it's coming through. Uh, you could call it like a flow state. I think that is a big part. Uh, so it is very practical all the way down to the physical, like physical health uh, is, is sort of what I'm sort of perceiving as a big part of what we might call the ascension process. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I know, I know you did want to mention um, uh, the four types of enlightened activities um you want to let's get into that now um so i know the first one is Mm -hmm. peaceful right yeah yeah the background for this like uh like having different frameworks for uh looking at sort of um, yeah how we might uh, bring through this sort of divine awareness non-dual awareness to sort of the subtle body awareness to the physical is um uh, is coming drawing from the Tibetan Buddhist tradition, uh, but it fit a lot with uh, the energies that were coming through the Arcturians. Yeah, so the first one, and people kind of probably have a framework like this, uh, maybe using different terms, is the peaceful. So that would be things like healing, uh, balance, um, bringing things into harmony. And the idea here is also enlightened beings uh, within the Tibetan tradition, the deities, could be classified in this way. So certain uh, divine feminine beings, they call them dakinis, they're like um, feminine angels almost, mm-hmm. uh, can show up with these kind of qualities. So you might think like maybe in a more uh, Christian iconography or, or tradition, maybe like Mother Mary uh, shows up more in sort of like a, a, has a peaceful energy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, yeah, so that's the first one. Yeah, then increase is sort of when we think of like um, manifesting, uh, bringing through, like if maybe in a very agrarian culture, it would be like increasing crops or increasing cattle. But now we're here in this um, like 21st technological society where increase might be literally financial increase, uh, having sort of more reach, uh, you know, um, reaching more people, uh, more influence. Uh, and these can be, of course, be used. Uh, it just depends on the intention and energy behind it. Maybe we've seen it in a way that maybe was um, self-serving, but it also can be very uh, positive or very awakening. So that that's another aspect of <clears throat> increase. And uh, just to kind of give a flavor of a, there's certain um, like a, maybe this isn't as well known, but there is a deity in uh, Tibetan Buddhism, a female one. Her name's Kurukule. Or uh, Lakshmi, maybe people know mm-hmm. Lakshmi yes. from the Hindu tradition. Yes, that would be like, uh, they're like wealth uh, deities, yes, or they have a wealth aspect. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yes, that would be increased. Mm-hmm. And then mm-hmm. uh, magnetiz- and then the third one is magnetization. It's sort of like, um, uh, uh, yeah, attractiveness. 
basically. <laughs> like you can attract things into your field. Uh, and of course, uh, like again, it's, it's all based on the intention. So you could attract uh, beneficial things, sort of like the mandala. They call it the mandala principle in, in spirituality. Like you have this entire universe that could be an awakened universe. And um, in sort of these mandala practices, there's a central deity that sometimes you are, and you're kind of attracting into your mandala, or you could call it like your company of friends, just amazing people or amazing uh, uh, synchronicities or events. Uh, that would be magnetization. And then uh, the final one, or yeah, the fourth one is wrathfulness, which we were talking about before. But it, and I kind of t said the word like tough love, but you could kind of think of it like um, like certain enlightened beings also, you kind of call on them when you're having problems and they kind of like, you know, bust through them for you. Uh, maybe this was, isn't per se, um, maybe I try to think of one because we're on the divine feminine, but like a lot of people connect with Archangel Mikael, like if they're having some like feeling, you know, they need boundaries or they might call on that kind of energy. And that, that's kind of the term wrathfulness. You could call it like strength. Maybe like that would be right, right. another term. Mm -hmm. Wow. Okay. So in bringing up these four types of enlightened activities, um, is this something that, that people can call on the Arcturians to support them with, with this? Or um, what, is, what is the purpose of uh, these particular ones in, with regard to the work that you're doing? Are they, are they intertwined with the Arcturians? Yeah, yeah. So okay. like using that framework, mm -hmm. there there are certain uh, healing energies. We'll just keep kind of keep them maybe just in, uh, in a neutral way. And then I'll mention there are the divine feminine frequencies, at least through the Arcturians, uh, you know, connection that I was uh, perceiving or bringing through. It's kind of been classified in, in these four ways. So it might be depending on like what you need or what you're trying to create. Uh, when you connect to the Arcturians, you know, there's ones that are more, you would say, healing frequencies. There's ones that are more like to manifest your projects, your goals. Ones kind of attract things into your life or be more in the flow. And then ones that kind of almost like, you know, like there's the entity clearing frequencies or there's boundary frequencies or like a clearing of obstacles. And that would be more of that strength or wrathfulness. Uh, mm -hmm. So it's just like a framework almost to put the different energies in. Mm-hmm. So is that something, it, you know, if someone wants to work with the Arcturians or these awakened star beings or higher beings, um, you know, so they can get support on their spiritual path, how would you suggest they do that? I mean, you have cultivated mm -hmm. this connection with them, but what if someone is new to this and they want to, uh, to start doing that on their own? Mm -hmm. Yeah, I think it's, uh, you know, the easiest way to think of it is like the invitation um, because I was mentioning this idea that mm, they're just as happy to just stand back and work in the background right. as to be mm -hmm. kind of like working with us actively. But uh, because they respect our free will, um, if it's not something that a person that they would feel comfortable with or they don't make consciously make the invitation, then they won't force themselves upon like a person likes consciousness. Mm -hmm. So I think the uh, they call it like an invocation, uh, a little bit like maybe in the beginning when we were uh, making the intentions or you were making mm -hmm. the intentions or people ask that question, like what's the best that could happen here? Uh, a lot of times in people's either healing practice or meditation practice, they may call on like 
um, the, the Virgin Mary or uh, Mother Mary or um, Archangel Michael, uh, Mikhail. So, like, you can do that before you um, before your meditation or for, before your healing session. You just simply ask that the Arcturians uh, be there in whatever way is beneficial. And for people, they, they may start perceiving either like a vibration come in uh, or they may actually see like a form of the Arcturians that they're more visual. And I think that that's kind of the most uh, effective and straightforward way yeah. to work with them. Yes, yeah. and then just let it develop. <laughs> and yeah, it's, yeah. A, it's mm-hmm. a cultivation of 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 a, of a connection, just like we would have with one another. Um, it's similar to that, that practice of uh, opening. Mm-hmm. So um, let's talk about the divine feminine Arcturian frequencies. Mm. Um, that's really what you're highlighting today. So how are they different or unique mm. to what you brought through from them prior? Mm-hmm. Yeah, may I just give a little background in terms of, um, yeah, why I thought I was like, uh, or maybe that like why I was guided or maybe this, mm-hmm. what, what, why is the connections being made? And um, in the Tibetan tradition, they call mamos, which are basically enlightened female beings that have a lot to do with the elements. And um, when nature gets unbalanced, or primarily when uh, human interaction with nature is sort of uh, abusive or not, like, in balance, then the mamos can kind of come forward. Of course, they're kind of working from the subtle world to kind of, like, almost get us back in line. And a lot of the... Uh, spiritual teachers or masters within that tradition feel that what's happening with COVID, what's happened on our planet, has been to kind of get this balance back. And so those are, that, those are the defined feminine beings. And so embracing the divine feminine or not uh, rejecting that, or and also to create a, um, a positive harmony back with nature, uh, which a lot of times is um, conceived of as uh, having a feminine quality, uh, is really important uh, on a practical level. So uh, the Arcturians are kind of in resonance uh, with that, or at least my perception of them. And that's maybe why to highlight, you know, of all the things that, like, a, a person could highlight, uh, the divine feminine aspect is a good, you know, a very important for, like, um, whatever one's physical sex might be in this incarnation right now. So um, so that's kind of what the, the background behind why mm-hmm. these frequencies are just... Um, even even like very crucial um uh as well as as well what whatever period we have would have been in but even maybe on a practical level it's very it will be very healing and helpful uh so that's kind of one aspect and uh yeah maybe we can talk more about like the different um frequencies but that that's sort of the background right right um well I, as i mentioned you're going to bring through two of them the peace and increase um does this feel like a good time to do that so that people can experience uh, yeah. some of this? Okay. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah let's do that. Okay. Okay. Yeah, so um, these two are uh, the Arturian Divine Feminine uh, Peaceful Frequencies. And uh, if you do connect with uh, particular Divine Feminine, I would call archetypes or qualities, or I mentioned some uh, like the um, uh, Mother Mary, or the white Tara in uh, Buddhism, that's like a female uh, Buddha, uh, you can bring that through or make that connection too. 
but okay, so we'll start with that one. Uh, that's the Arcturian Divine Feminine uh, Peaceful Frequency. Okay. Uh, and if you have something you need to heal in particular on any level, uh, you can set that intention for the work, to, for the energies to work on. We're starting the Arcturian Divine Feminine Peaceful Frequency. If you had any specific intention for healing or balance, either in your life or people you interact with or the environment, you can state that silently now. to deepen and channel the Arcturian Divine Feminine Peaceful Frequency. And now we're going to work with the Arcturian Divine Feminine uh, Increase uh, Frequency. And you can call it almost a um, term similar to like a materialization. So anything, a goal that you're trying to bring forward, uh, either for uh, your benefit or benefit of your family or your business or community, you can uh, think of that. And uh, yeah, we'll start these energies now. Starting the Arcturian Divine Feminine Increase Frequency. Can you still hear me, Karen? Yes. Yeah, I can. Okay. okay. Sorry, I okay. muted myself. <laughs> oh, okay, okay. No, no, uh, maybe I'm uh, trigger happy. <laughs> Being cut off again. No, you're, okay. you're still with we're, us. We're continuing. Okay. Uh, we're, we're continuing with the increased divine feminine increased frequency. We're continuing with the last phase, deepening phase of the Arcturian Divine Feminine Increase. Mm -hmm. 
And that completes the uh, short transmission session. Thank you, Jean. Um, oh, yeah. I, lo I love the combination of those. That covered a lot. <laughs> um, uh, I do want to remind everyone, we're going to take some live callers, and Jean will do some mini healings. Press star 2 on your phone to raise your hand. Um, Jean, when you were gone a little bit ago, I realized for some reason um, um, – I'm not able to get any questions from the webcast today, so we'll only be taking uh, live callers. So I don't know what's going mm -hmm. on with that, but it is what it is. So we will <laughs> take some live callers. Um, one thing I wanted to ask you, I had a few people write in to me personally, um, and I didn't experience this a lot too. A lot of like dizziness and um, mm. people were writing in, and it it's sort of like, um, needing grounding and stabilization on the physical plane and just feeling a little mm -hmm. bit um, dizzy. And what do you think that's about? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I think we've been experiencing that too, um, more so than usual. Uh, yeah, me too. Don't usually, yeah. Uh, I think the, you know, this vibratory change on the planet um, collectively, mm -hmm. uh, which is, you know, uh, overall is a very good thing. Like we're basically shifting our complete uh, consciousness paradigms globally uh, is uh, affecting people individually, particularly people who are, are were already sensitive. They're like they're the first ones to even feel it more, sort of like how um, animals who already keep that vibrational sensitivity, they'll leave a place like a day before like a big storm or tsunami comes in. Mm -hmm. So I think we're feeling these changes that are occurring in the information field. And then they usually maybe as some temporal lag uh, manifest into the physical, like mm -hmm. uh, people are feeling that um, earlier. Uh, so I think that, that might, uh, is a part of it. Yeah. Yeah. It's interesting. Mm -hmm. I mean, for me, it, it comes in really powerfully, but like in waves, it's not consistent. Mm -hmm. But it was weird even today, this morning, when I was driving, and I thought, oh, my gosh, mm -hmm. this is really weird, <laughs> you know? Mm -hmm. <laughs> um, uh, yeah, it didn't feel very safe, to be honest, but um, but I was on a freeway, and I said, okay, just, you know, <laughs> you know, I was just affirming and intending just to be grounded. But um, And it was just interesting that this morning I had other people emailing me about that very thing, so... Um, Mm. I guess it's just part of these ascension free well and, and do you know anything about all of these plasma rainbow frequencies coming to the planet gene mm. um well, i haven't uh maybe if could you say a little bit more about that maybe i do i just didn't know it under that term but right, plasma, right. Rainbow. Uh -huh. um, uh -huh. It, it's come up a lot on the show with different um, oh. people that join me that these mm -hmm. plasma frequencies are coming to the planet um, mm. to support us in raising our frequency and, you know, with this paradigm shift. I didn't know if that was oh, – yeah. and may, maybe it's just terminology that is unique and different, mm. you know, but it's oh, similar yeah. to uh, what you're experiencing. Uh, yeah, yeah. Just to uh, uh, coincide, like I did feel something. Yeah, this morning also, uh, like what you're saying, kind of um, for me, it felt like a heaviness or like um, it takes a lot more energy for me to do things uh, mm -hmm. when I feel this wave. Um, and just to say, like, yeah, the way I, uh, maybe I had already said it, but like um, connecting to 
since we're connected already to the information, like the waveform of events or other things, like we're feeling that global um, information field as a wave, which is almost instantaneous. Mm -hmm. And then we kind of catch up to what maybe what happens, a change in the physical like <laughs> right. in the next day or week or something. Uh, yeah. So it's kind of, I call this the particle wave framework. But yeah, okay. like that's what I think, like the higher beings in terms of the rainbow um, frequencies, mm -hmm. I would say yes, also, like, uh, or my perception or uh, the connection that I've been seeing too, is that um, what they call uh, support from the spiritual world or higher beings, they kind of um, give like a complementary wave uh, yeah. to like help balance or, or support us and showing up as these new uh, frequencies or uh, the rainbow plasma. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Okay. Thank you for that. Okay. So we'll take some live callers. Um, Jean, you'll do these mini healing sessions. Um, what what in, what kind of information do you need from the callers to be able to do that? Just their name oh, and yeah, what kind uh, of challenge yeah. they may be having, or what's best. Yeah. Exactly. Or, or like what the intention they'd like to work on. Mm -hmm. Okay. So, yeah. That that that'll be good. Mm -hmm. Okay. Let's. Uh, Let's get started. Um, first caller, um, there's actually a few of you with this area code, so 250787, uh, you're live. Hi, is that me? It is you. Hi. <laughs> hi, it's Sherry. Hi, hi. Jean. Hi, Carrie. Hi. hi. And yes, hi, yes, yes, you can't, you can't access the... The, the question, mm -hmm. yeah, it's asking for a pin, and when you put the pin in, it doesn't, it just boots you back out, so that's what that's yeah. about. <laughs> okay. Uh, well, at least people can call in, and we have a recording right? for those who, who couldn't. So, Sherry, yeah. what, what's happening with you today? Anything that Jane can oh, help boy. with? Oh, boy. Yeah, lots. Um, my intention, um, you kind of touched on it, actually, when you were doing the mini many frequencies it's it's i feel like i'm i'm triggered and i'm triggering um just a lot of emotional anger and resentment and um upheaval is a good way to put it so my intention is to clear that um out of mm. me mm. yeah oh yeah yeah we um we can uh, work with that or the arturian frequencies can uh, assist that and uh, maybe we'll do uh, one more of the Arturian Divine Feminine uh, frequencies, that that wrathfulness one or the strength one. Yeah. Because that will get yeah. clear. That kind of clears things, particularly in the you know emotional mental body. That, um, and we're all probably uh, like we were talking about right before you um, got on, uh, experiencing something of that maybe individually and collectively. So everyone probably would also benefit yeah. from that. Mm -hmm. And then we'll do another, uh, we'll do um, what's called the Metatron Melchizedek Arcturian Mandala Frequency after that. Thank you. Uh, does that sound good? Okay. Yeah. Awesome. <laughs> you could just, yeah, cool. Uh, yeah, so everyone will be experiencing this on the call just, um, and uh, you can set your own intention for how it works with you. And then we'll uh, work with Sherry's intention also for, for her directly. Okay. Yeah, so we're starting with the Arcturian Divine Feminine Strength or Wrathfulness Frequency. So that if you people had a certain 
uh, any obstacles they feel, either consciously or unconsciously, that's affecting them on any level, and have this frequency clear that. Continuing to channel the Arcturian Divine Feminine Rathlin's frequency. Or strength frequency. Now we're channeling the Metatron Melchizedek Arcturian Mandala healing frequency. This energy works with the spiritual beings of Metatron, Melchizedek, and the Arcturians. People may feel an affinity also to Metatron and Melchizedek. to deepen the Metatron, Melchizedek, Arcturian, Mandala human frequencies. Okay, and that ends the session there. Sherry, how you doing? Whew. <laughs> um, that was pretty powerful. I, um, the whole left side of my body is just hot, hot, hot. <laughs> um, mm. And, yeah, I'm crying. So releasing thank you. Um, that was really cool. <laughs> okay. Thank you for bringing that forth, Sherry, for everybody. Um, yeah, woo, wow, yeah, thank you, thank you, thank you. And um, um, love to Tiki. Oh, thank you. Oh, my, yeah. my my dog's in surgery right now. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. Oh, wow. Yeah. Yeah. Uh-huh. Thank yeah, you, Sherry. Thank you both. Lots of okay. love. Thanks. All right. To you, too. Um, Thanks. Yeah, that was, I think that was helpful for a lot of people. So. Um, oh, yeah. Oh, great. What I'd like to do is let's tell people how they can work with you and what you've offered, and then we'll come back and we'll take a couple more callers. Again, it's star two to raise your hand, um, and I'm only taking questions by phone today because we don't know why. Yeah, the other's not working. <laughs> so, um, mm, right. Okay. <laughs> All right, Jean, so you've created um, 
a wonderful offer for this community. It can be found at straighttalkforthesoul.com. Um, in our marketplace, uh, click on Jean's Smiling Face and you will see this offer. Um, the Arcturian Divine Feminine Healing Sessions. These are live sessions that will begin August 11th and August 12th and 13th, two hours each. So, Jean, tell us about this and, and what you have in store for everyone who will participate. Yeah, yeah. So I, I think the, the the framework or platform that's been really uh, effective and popular are the live session meetings uh, that are also recorded. So then people have like an energetic tool afterwards uh, that they can continue to use to connect to the energies. And then sometimes uh, people can't make necessarily the live time, but mm-hmm. they have uh, they'll get the MP3s. So this is a way to dynamically work first with the Arcturians, kind of help create a field where it's really just the, um, well, it's actually um, the, uh, everyone, it's the divine and everyone's guides who they call in and then um, angelic presences as well as the Arcturians. So it's sort of like this very dynamic way of working with the Arcturian energies. And of course there is a theme and certain frequencies, but it's really a global, like the Arcturians can work on, you know, be, beyond just sort of what's highlighted here with the, in this case, mm-hmm. the Arcturian Divine Feminine Frequencies. So that's occurring the, for all the entire two hours, that energy kind of platform. And then uh, we will work with the, uh, there's actually five kind of defined frequencies. The one that we didn't mention was accomplishment, which is kind of a combination of all four uh, that we were mentioning before. Mm-hmm. So each of the days, there's three of them. Uh, there's like a 50-minute healing session, and then so we'll work with the um, the divine feminine pacification or uh, peacefulness frequency and the increased frequency the first session. And then uh, the second session, we work with the magnetization, so that's kind of like attracting things into your life. And then that wrathfulness or strength ones, like sort of clearing obstacles. And then the third uh, healing session for that, um, the third session is the accomplishment, which is like all of those together. And then we also use all um, sort of five together at the very end. So it's almost like an integration or global uh, Mm -hmm. session with the Arcturian Divine Feminine Frequencies. Then kind of, so that's like basically the first hour of each session is the healing session. And then we start a short integration break. And then we come back and mention how those, aspects kind of on a global scale work in our own practical life, you know, the divine feminine energies, not necessarily only Arcturian based, um, but on all levels or all spiritual traditions. And then we end with a what's called a pillar of light, a kind of high voltage meditation where we're more actively bringing in those energies through our um, sort of the vertical energy pillar that kind of goes through all our chakras mm-hmm. uh, above and below. So, yeah, and then you get the recordings from those, so you can continue to work um, with those energies through the recordings. Beautiful. There is a bonus that you've included, a five-day bonus. So anybody who um, gets this offer in the first five days, you'll get the Arcturian Six-Organ Healing Session MP3. Um, describe a little bit about that. Oh, yeah, yeah. Um that, that's been a very popular uh, MP3 or energetic session. Uh, so I'm glad people, you know, can benefit from that. Um, it's very physically based. Uh, in, um, in Chinese medicine or Taoist medicine, there's basically what's called like the six or five uh, yin organs. They're actually the ones that are very uh, solid. 
So I just mentioned them really quick. So the um, kidneys, liver, spleen, uh, lungs, and heart. And then also included in this one is the um, intestines, so the digestive system. So basically, um, uh, the Arcturian energies are used to balance those organs in our system. So they do have emotional and uh, mental and spiritual aspects, but it's also very physical-based healing. So people who may uh, benefit from that or need that, that, that's a great session. Uh, it's about mm-hmm. 50 minutes. Yeah, it says the, the Arcturian triple wash process for all of the internal organs. Yeah, um, cleanse and energize the organs with thousands of brilliant frequencies. So this is something that people prior to these live sessions, they can listen to um, uh, for physical healing and uh, feel those frequencies before you go live with everyone on, when is it? Let's see, August 11th. Is that right? Yes, I see that. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. okay, Jean, thank you for creating that for everyone. Um I was saying while you were gone for that minute or so earlier that a lot of people must follow every new thing you do because before we even went live today, a lot of people had already invested in the uh, the offer. So, <laughs> so okay. um, good for you and good for everyone who um, benefits from all of this. So, okay, I want to take a couple more live callers. Um, Again, star two to raise your hand. And uh, the next caller that I'm going to is area code, let's see, 831. Um, 831, you're live. Can you hear us? Hi. Eight, hi. 831. That's you. Hi. Um, <laughs> Carrie and Jean, thank you for a beautiful session so far. Um, my name is Tammy, and um, I really appreciate this work. I uh, I resonated with when um, Jean was talking about having a feeling about something that you've already done. Mm-hmm. Um, for instance, my uh, cousin just passed away two days ago, and um, mm-hmm. our our grandparents were. Uh, high up in the masonry, and my mm. grandmother used to talk with me in some odd language, and I'd stare straight into her eyes and feel like I was being jet propelled into the universes of of light mm. and love. Um, wow. And and so it was strange because I felt like I understood this language, um, but I don't know what it is or was. And then my grandfather mm. also translated the Bible to me and he would apply numbers to each letter and we would read the bible and he would say so do you see what this is saying you know so he they they left our dads out in the cold for these meetings these secretive meetings right and Mm. it feels like our society is going through this phase and i feel like susan might have passed away she and I were very, very, very close, and we recently did, just before she died on Wednesday, um, we did some really powerful tapping because her dad raped her, and she protected me from a rape one day. So I actually sent you the picture um, of us, Jean, um, thanking you for a transmission um, because 
that picture shows me right after her dad tried to rape me, but she stepped in the way. And it's really beautiful photo. So what happened this morning was I had this feeling of, of the plasma, right? And it felt like Susan was connecting me with that something that I've already done. Like that was, it was actually a feeling of the energy being more like a, a white um, holographic liquid metal waveform that Susan was was connecting our hearts with our grandparents and with all the energies at that level, right? So because it was disorienting, you know, and felt destabilizing in my body, I tapped on that karate chop point that I do this tapping energy work for all these people, but I'm also a critical care nurse, so I utilize that tapping to kind of know that I need to stabilize the energy in my cells, right? Mm -hmm. So I tapped on it, and then I'm able to stay with it. So this is my request, um, and it's for integrating the physical with this energy. My son is 17 years old, and he's always had an impact. Like one night we were out at the ocean and he said, Mommy, when I'm with the, when I'm not with the quantum field, I'm like this. And his shoulders slumped and his body went down. And then he said, when I am with the quantum field, I'm like this. And he just lifted up and he was radiantly beaming and looking into the ocean. You know, it was dark night and the waves are crashing and he's just beaming with light. And I couldn't say a word because I was just so honored that he he felt that and he knew that. Well, his dad and I divorced like 15 years ago, and he asked me, what are you going to do with your half of the $4 million trust? And I said, I'm going to get a surgery and I'm going to, you know, I'll pay for Zach's private school and blah, blah, um, and go to the nurse practitioner school if the surgery doesn't work. So he said, if you don't say a word about the $4 million trust for the whole duration of the divorce, I promise that I will take care of all of that, right? I was like, oh, okay, I can do that, thinking, well, he's in love with a good friend of ours whose kids call me Auntie Tammy, so it's all good, right? He wouldn't, he wouldn't betray that, but he did. And so a result of that was that there was financial chaos, and I didn't get to have my surgery. And I had a two-week heart monitor that had 15 fatal arrhythmias on it, including VTAC, you know what that is, and wide complex tachycardias if they were sustained. And Zach's been having um, restless leg syndrome for four months, right? And it's very, very painful. His dad found him curled up in a closet crying that he was, feeling helpless and hopeless. And so his dad actually is an MD psychiatrist, and he ordered some, I just found out yesterday, some heavy-duty sleeping meds and pain meds that Zach's been taking for about a month. So I want to have an energy healing session because I actually talked with my acupuncturist, and I've been talking with Zach, about doing EFT for a week. I found a session for restless leg syndrome. Um, and my acupuncturist found white peony herbs that 
will eliminate that. So what I want to do is I want to accomplish an integrated healing uh, communication session to heal his restless leg syndrome completely for good and to heal uh, the cardiac anomalies, seven of them, that developed from not having health care. Okay. All right, Tammy. And I, I want to have, let's, I want to have go. like communication, I guess. Okay. Effective let's, communication. I Tammy, think. with and all due respect, RLS. Tammy, Tammy, this is not a private session, so I really want to honor everybody else on the call. So let's oh. just allow Jean to bring through a frequency that will be as beneficial as possible for what we have heard. So Jean, based on Beautiful. what you heard, um, what do you feel would be most helpful? Oh, yeah, yeah. We'll do uh, two frequencies here. We'll do the Arcturian uh, time-collapsing frequency that helps kind of bring things along and uh, integrates uh, all things, as Tammy was mentioning. And then we'll also use the Arcturian divine fire healing frequency. Beautiful. Thank okay. you, Jean. Divine what? Uh, divine, divine fire. fire. Oh, yeah. thank you. Yeah, cool. All right, we'll get started. Yeah. Um, Yes, so we're starting the Arcturian time-collapsing frequency. So this is working for Tammy's intentions as well as uh, people who are also listening in, either live or on the recording, you can set intention. This helps to integrate any life lessons or aspects from our soul. And therefore, it helps to collapse the time that will take to experience all of that. to channel the Arcturian time-collapsing frequency. Now we're shifting to the Arcturian divine fire healing frequency. Arcturian divine fire healing frequency. Yes, and that completes the session. Thank you, Jean. Oh yeah. Um. Yeah, go ahead. Were you? Oh yeah. No, that I just uh, just saying that the divine fire uh, connects with the solar logos or the Christ consciousness. And okay. those, those, those two energies, yeah. 
Okay, beautiful. Um, and thank you, Tammy, um, for bringing forth all of that. And I apologize if I interrupted you. It was just, I apologize. <laughs> um, mm-hmm. Okay, so Jean, um, I'm looking through. People are emailing me since they can't go to the Q&A webcast um, question-answer thing there. So what I'm seeing sure. from people mostly is um, – physical pain issues is there something mm-hmm. that you could bring through for that oh yeah yeah um okay. yeah that would be very helpful uh we have there's uh two frequencies well um first one is called arcturian repatterning of cells so it kind of works on the cellular level and then um we'll also use something called arcturian brain balancing uh which helps on the uh, nervous system level uh, particularly with the pain uh, almost like a energetic analgesic. And then, uh, we'll see, then we'll, be, we'll do a third one to Arcturian Dimensional Bridge, uh, which okay. connects us with the Arcturian Dimension. Mm-hmm. Beautiful. Okay. Yeah, so, okay. We're starting with the Arcturian repatterning of cells. There's an overall intention to work to balance and heal, uh, the physical body and everything that that entails. Well as all the other subtle bodies connected to that those physical effects. This frequency works at the cellular and DNA level. Now we're channeling the Arcturian brain balancing frequency. Works on the nervous system. Balancing and bringing through a divine golden energy into the nervous system. Channel, the Arcturian Dimensional Bridge, which merges the Arcturian Dimension with our dimension and allows the Arcturians to work on our system in whatever way is helpful. Thank you, Jean. 
Um, you know, Jean, when people are experiencing this, uh, I know a lot of times when you hear peace, someone will inevitably write in and, you know, people feel it differently and some people don't feel anything. Some people feel a wide range of things. If someone did, does not feel something, what can you share with them? Um, mm -hmm. What would the reason be? Oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, the kind of the understanding is um, people don't need to feel uh, the frequencies or the energies for them to, the, for the energies to work. So some people won't really have anything significant to report during the session, but then have, uh, you know, really tremendous or big changes in whatever the uh, intention they came. So that's always a good thing to, like, know. It's more mm -hmm. just sort of maybe the education about how, like, maybe the ed energy works. Um, and then some people are very, you know, they kind of are, are sensitive to subtle energy, so they may feel those changes. Uh, and then, um, so it's kind of, uh, it's helpful, but it's not correlative to the amount of healing that's going that occurs. Yes, thank you for that. I always feel mm. it's good to share that because I know everybody has a different response um, when these things mm. are happening. So, Jane, you're wonderful, and thank you for being so generous with your time and um, everything that you've shared here and for creating this new offer for our community. Um, any Any final message that you want to share with these beautiful beings who are with us? Oh yeah. Now thanks again. This was this all was a beautiful time uh, on the show and uh, just connecting with the with you and the community here. It's it's, it's great. I think it's, it's so helpful for the planet. And uh, yeah, I think I, the thing that was coming to me and maybe just subtly was like just a reminder that all these energies and connecting to these spiritual realities are really just bringing us back to our to our own wholeness. You know um, that they're not really adding things to us it's just more like um reminding or vibrationally reminding what's already within us so mm -hmm. i think that that's sort of what's been really coming coming up for me as a message maybe personally as well as uh and collectively yeah beautiful well thank you gene so much and mm. i look forward to our next magical <laughs> coming together <laughs> hopefully next season yeah, but yeah. uh all right, Jean, thank you. And to everyone who's joined us, thank sure. you so much um, for your time, your readiness, your willingness, your openness, your presence today. It's a gift to have you with us. And, um, yeah, thank you. Remember uh, the beautiful offering that Jean has created. I hope that you will participate if this all resonates with you. Um, now is really the time to receive that ex that support and experience yourself as this pillar of light, this beacon of love, this instrument of clarity and purity and peace during this time of collective and personal awakening and transformation on the planet. So remember that you are brilliant, you are resilient, and you're dearly loved, and you're certainly not alone. So thank you for joining Jean and myself on this soulful adventure today. I am sending waves and waves of grace and glory and gratitude uh, from my heart to yours. May you feel it, receive it, and please offer it to those you encounter today or tonight, wherever you happen to be in the world. And as always, until next time, please give yourself full permission to shine instead of shrink, express instead of suppress, and own that amazing, powerful glow of yours. I'll see you all back here in this playground of light next time. Bye, everybody.